Hey guys, what's going on? It's Patty. I'm here uh, recording with Shelby. Uh, we are just the two of us because Eli actually went down into his basement uh, with thousands of flies. Kath uh, jumped off a cliff into a lake while drinking two beers like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not really sure when they're going to be back. Uh, but for now, we're going to give you guys uh, a little uh, package we put together of some of our favorite moments uh, from the podcast. This is a good way to intro people to it if you ever want to uh, uh, share with anybody. And uh, I think it's also probably some of the greatest hits um, based on the feedback we've gotten. So uh, please enjoy that. Uh, I think we should be back next week, all things considered, uh, as long as nobody uh, gets eaten by flies or uh, whatever is in that lake. And uh, we'll be back in our new studio uh, set up and uh, ready to go. So uh, we'll see you next week. And please keep in mind, uh, September 25th, we have a live stand-up showcase. It's going to be at Stand-Up New York. Uh, it's going to be at 10 o'clock p.m. just after we finish recording. And uh, going to have a great lineup. We'll get a ticket link and all that stuff out as soon as we have everything finalized. But I uh, just want to uh, save the date, please. All right, guys. Uh, thanks. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. So this next story is uh, from where all s- stories about wonderful uh, Italian hijinks come from, Staten Island. And uh, what ooh, happened... Wh- <laughs> There's going to be a lot more of these voices, it's, I think, uh, for it's this It's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, uh, Staten Island, you know what they call it? New Dorp Road. Ooh, New Dorp, New Dorp the, uh, Road. The heaven up north. Other city. Staten Island is home of that guy who like threatened to break the reporter in half, then went to jail, and is probably going to get elected. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, as we've established, Staten Island fucking rules. Hey. And uh, there's a this week, um, this Bonanno crime family captain guy whose name is John Porky Zancocchio. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it respectful here, Kath. <laughs> I can't stop moving my shoulders. Like <laughs> now, now, you might think he got his name. Uh, uh, you can think of a couple different reasons. Uh, it turns out uh, he got the name Porky because he used to walk around with no pants on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he would just end every conversation with, that's all, folks. <laughs> yep. Very weird quirk. Like that. Just all these mobsters, they all have their singular quirk. you got to yeah. develop it early so yeah. you get a good nickname. Yeah. yeah. He they're, was really angling for Porky. Apart. They take one mobster and they split him into so you know, get a multiple load of people with yeah, a single we got, uh, quirk. Nicky No Quirks over here. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's going to stick. Great. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have They're going to call me that in jail. <laughs> Generic mobster Nicky No Quirks. No, he can't get angry because then they call it. He's just like, he's like, all right, if that's my nickname, I'll accept it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, What's your favorite food? I like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, Porky. Porky. Uh, Porky is a 60-year-old uh, crime boss. He was out on furlough, and uh, he violated the terms uh, of, of the agreement because he couldn't stop going on food tours in Staten Island. And it turns out half the Italian restaurants in Staten Island have mob connections, and he wasn't allowed to be there. Hmm. So he's going back to jail because he... Porky couldn't stop... Uh, Old Porky Romano. <laughs> eating the P- Pigging out. Porky Romano. <laughs> He was pigging out. Now he's back in the pokey, folks. <laughs> you guys want all. some gabagoo? <laughs> That's the worst joke I've ever done on this podcast. 
It's made out of me, I think. I don't remember what exactly. Anyways, that. yep, me and Patty were real respectful. Um, <laughs> them's just the facts. Is yeah, I know. Corky. What was that? I mean, I assume. Couldn't f- stop uh, eating at mob restaurants. <laughs> couldn't stop pulling, sidling up to the old uh, gravy trough, uh, getting, uh, <laughs> getting some man of gold, getting some freaking, uh, you know. Yeah. He was so, they let him out. They let him out so that he could go to a family funeral. But he was only supposed to go there and then go back. But instead, he visited two restaurants and a bakery. Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome, though. I, know. I respect this a little man. Double header. <laughs> yeah. Two meals and a and a pastry, a dessert. Look, I said, look, you know, uh, yeah. Just uh, how mad are you? Really? It's like, I mean, it's the mob connection. It's well, not like the, you know, it's like don't go hang out with your crime buddies. You know, that's uh, also part of the story that he says is like his part of his lawyer's defense is he's like, look, he's like. <laughs> It's a Catholic tradition that you share a meal <laughs> at the funeral. <laughs> I'm a loved one. What? I don't know. It's just like, that's like, like sitting, like some, like mobster, like sitting Shiva. And then like another, like head of a mob family brings him a casserole. And it's like, you gotta be able to get the casserole. <laughs> Sitting Shiva, and then that's uh, except you know. Your Honor, have you had the cacciatore yet? Cuccinelli's, come on! <laughs> I like the idea that it's it's a Catholic tradition to eat to visit two restaurants and then a bakery. Yeah. Yeah. You know that so Holy 20, Trinity, the two restaurants and a bakery. You know that yeah. special Catholic tradition, sharing a meal with people you love. <laughs> yeah, that Catholic tradition. I wish yeah, our listeners could see how much we're all gesturing through yeah. this yeah. whole You take story. the ashes to the restaurant just and then they spread thing. them into the sauce. <laughs> Is there even a name for this thing? This for the for the the little like, you know, marone, hey, you put, you put like, your fingers together and yeah. like shake your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, it is like the official gesture of like yeah. just bad Italian impressions though. <laughs> Italian American. Yeah, I like this. I like this one. I I feel like yeah. an underused one is. Got a, a, we got a proposed nickname is Mamma Mia hands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mamma Mia hands. Yep. Thank you, Shelby. That's straight from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> that's I can't one do that. Anything. I think is really underused though. Is people do Mamma Mia hands a lot, but they should do the chin flick more. Yeah, it's a good. I one. love the chin Buffalo flick. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that means like fuck you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, but it's like it's a Italian rude. way to say fuck you. Yeah. I love the, like the, um, we used to go to a lot of Italian restaurants when I was growing up and that was like our, we'd have like a different spot that was like our spot and they were part I of violin music family. Come in, yeah. Like good yeah, fellas. Yeah. We used to go to a lot of Italian yeah, music. Just the fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah just get the, uh, or get, just the good fellas. Just the lady, good lady in the tramp. Just lady in yeah. the tramp. <laughs> but go ahead, sorry. For as long as I could remember, I wanted to eat in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I could remember, I wanted to eat in two Italian restaurants and a bakery. <laughs> so, so, uh, but we would go to these places and like they would have guys who would be, you know, like coming over from Italy who like didn't speak English. They'd be like busting tables and stuff. And then they would graduate up to like being like the sometimes, you know, they'd be the waiter like on an off night or whatever. So right. um, and they would always like all these guys would always have like their one adjective that they just like always fell back on. Like or like their one word, you know, that would be like the end of every interaction. Would be like absolutely or beautiful. Like there's all like <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was like Boost the greatest man. quirk. Like I'm sure everyone does that when they learn an English. It was just it was such a great like this like weird always using these like lyrical words to just be like, can we have some more bread? Beautiful, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, very, like, you know. <laughs> it's like thank yeah. you, uh, Fausto. For that. Uh, yeah, not really. um, 
I'm yeah. just imagining Furio from The Sopranos as your waiter. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I was picturing. Um, you ever seen it? It's very good. I don't yeah, know if you've that's heard. What I've heard. <laughs> I don't know if you've anybody's that told is what you. I've heard. Sopranos, pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just give a give a shout out to the, uh, Columbus Park in uh, Stanford, and uh, I think um, Maria's Trattoria is still open. I don't remember which one, but it's a family restaurant. Stop um, trying to get discounts. Via Sports in Westport. Via Sports in Westport, Connecticut, also very good. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, that's it's those are fun places to grow up in because the um, there's like a weird the, like the cultural thing is very fun. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, being Italian is great. Sorry for being earnest. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know like the famously Don't fun? You, you know, the, you know the famously fun Irish cuisine and also uh, behavior <laughs> oh, around yeah. each other. Yeah, you know you that mean, famous the, thing. The you mean, you mean fun. tilted kilt? Yeah, head down to the tilted kilt. Yeah, the um, famously fun Irish behavior you know the, is a good. You know, like the, the the Irish familial warmth that yeah. everyone talks about. How oh yeah, there's definitely not at least one sibling frozen out of every family uh, at any given time. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah. Without just like, we're not talking anymore. Um, this when is, you're here, you're family, which means you eat alone. And we don't talk about us. Michael because he's not invited <laughs> yeah. and he knows what he did. Yeah, Michael goes to Olive Garden by himself and they're like, when you hear your family, he's like, finally. They <laughs> <laughs> can't leave. No. I really, that's very uh, heartwarming to me as someone who grew up in like a half Irish, half Italian like culture yeah. of like the Irish people feeling like finally seen and heard by the italians like yeah what's your what's your what's your nine in joke my nine in joke oh about if you're half irish half italian what is Um, that i get my spaghetti at the graveyard is that (laughs) graveyard (laughs) i feel like irish people are dead a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just think angela's ashes is just that's what i was thinking of Stereotype that Irish people are dead. Oh man, (laughs) a lot of them did die. Hey man, tough talk come from a Jewish guy. All right, back off. (laughs) Hey, Uh, yeah, no, it's been rough. Both of you from famously dying. (laughs) Yeah, rough, rough stretch. Dead people. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it's rough. (laughs) You know, there's just the most alive constant funerals. This has been a developing story over the last day and change, uh, or longer, I guess, because it's it, uh, been a few days now, but uh, it's sort of, we've gotten more details. But on Friday, uh, Senator Rand Paul uh, of Kentucky was, um, I believe, in his yard, I think, um, and he got just completely form-tackled, trucked <laughs> by his neighbor. And he got fucking sacked for loss. <laughs> <laughs> and he was mowing his lawn, and they say he was like blindsided. Maybe his back was turned. I don't know. You know, who knows? Um, I really do like. But I'm just, there's, there's, just, there's, just, a, there's a situation. Some fucking Bob Barker and Billy right. and uh, Happy Gilmore right. shit. Price is wrong, bitch. Like, I, I, ideally, there's security footage somewhere of just this guy running across a lawn to the unsuspecting Rand Paul. <laughs> And just laying him out. That is like, this is one of those times where like, I really, like, obviously we need like an impartial, uh, dispassionate, like, press. But like, I need someone to explain this to me like, you were in a bar and you just saw it. Like, that is what I need. Like, I need like, okay, so Rand was over (laughs) there minding his own business. And then all of it, like, I need, I need the details. What what happened to drama? What happened to dramatizations or whatever? Yeah. Like a a weird Taiwanese, like news reenactment of this. When they do it, like with bad 3d, like PlayStation one air, (laughs) like just kidding. The The best part, the, the funniest part of any, like, 
total blindside tackle from like whatever like world star video watch is always like the increasing volume footsteps right before where <laughs> someone's just doing it, and you just hear like poof and just like gone right. it's so good you can just hear that in grass just yeah, what it yeah, sounds yeah. like to run in grass <laughs> so so yeah so apparently he was he was mowing his lawn now that means he was either doing a walking mower or I like to imagine him getting just taken off a riding mower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the he just pushed the whole riding mower the, over. Or the mower just keeps going. Like, okay. he just hit him clean and took him off. Yeah. And, like, maybe kind of bumped the mower, but it just kind of kept going. Yeah. Who's his fucking name? It's like uh, Lawrence Taylor. Well, so, so, so this Terry Tate from the from the old uh, viral videos. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so immediately everyone's like, okay, who first of all, this is not really top-level news, a sitting yeah. U.S. senator got, like, severely beaten. I mean, yeah. at the time, and it, it when it happened, the, the, the understated the injuries. So so when it happened, it was like he was minor injuries. You know, he's okay. That's what the spokesperson said. And everyone's like, well, who's this neighbor? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and, and they got word that it's this guy named Rene Boucher, which is... <laughs> I just realized it's the water boy. boy's name. <laughs> Wait, where does he live? Uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh makes, yeah, in a, in a that is community. some that is some Cajun oh. like white trash though. Uh, like that's just who that the guy water is. Boy? It's actually the guy. It's who, literally it's actually Gambit from the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> he he missed. Yeah. He threw an electri- uh, uh, an energy charged <laughs> playing card yeah, at him, kinetic powered card, and then hit him with a bow staff. <laughs> um, but so Didn't so like, this guy Rene Boucher. That was like what? What was the shitty X Men movie where like it was like Taylor Kitsch or somebody played Gambit? Yeah, that was like, yeah. fucked up. It was X Men Origins Wolverine. Um, oh so yeah, I watched. Dude, I watched the best. I watched X Men Origins Wolverine, and like hypothetically, let's say if I had torn it, um, I got like a version, or like hypothetically, allegedly got a version. You think the cops was, are listening? To yes, this? Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of cop friends, and they all listen. No, I don't. Um, I guess they, the, F- you know, the FBI is the one who's been, okay. Anyway, yeah, continue. but so I didn't realize, but it was like not a final cut. So. Like near the final fight, all of a sudden, all the wires were visible. Oh, that rules! <laughs> like, they're like, like, like temporary VFX, like all that. <laughs> it's like when they put that so mummy good. trailer out where there was no, no yeah. like sound effects, and, and it was that, just Tom Cruise going, yeah. <laughs> and he got tossed around the plane. And it was like, because that was That's also the awesome. one where there's like a fucked up Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool with like his mouth sewn shut, and then like, yeah, they were like, it, like the rest of him, I think, was like partly green screen, but not done yet. It was, anyways. That movie sucked. Uh, so yeah, Rand Paul not in that movie, to my knowledge. But <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so he he. So they didn't know who did it. They there was like very you know kind of question. The reports were not really clear. And then I guess the lawyer for Rene Boucher, or it's probably it's probably like Rene Boucher or something in Kentucky. It's probably not yeah. like you know. But anyway, so um, confirmed that he did it. I can't believe it's the water and, boy's name. <laughs> and uh, since then, Rand Paul has or spoke people has confirmed he had more severe injuries. Five broken ribs, Fuck. three of which are displaced fractures, meaning the rib broke all the way through, and it's not like lined up anymore. That's massive. Which, and like bruised lungs. And, how like, big that is Rene yeah. why, why is that not relevant information? I want to know how big. Give me some stats. Uh, on this. I both, know. Uh, that's no, what no, I they're, mean. they're both. They're, uh, it's not on this thing I'm looking at, but they're, 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 I remember I reading. They're both, they're both five eight. They're both. Is, not, they're not what? big men. And and Rene well, he must be a tank at five eight. Yeah, he's got that low center of gravity. That's what I mean. I need height and weight stats. I need this wingspan. Is, I need. Uh, yeah, this is the real use of the clapback like emoji. Like, <laughs> I need weight stats. <laughs> uh, I need to know their ring names. So, I need to know what the entrance music was. So right. you're telling me that a man whose last name is Boucher, yep. uh, was surprisingly a very powerful tackler. <laughs> 
despite what anyone would think. Yeah. This is literally the water boy. Yes. He just told him that's what he was drinking Gatorade. And then uh, <laughs> the guy got so Gatorade. mad. Gatorade. Water is better. <laughs> he fucking cracked yeah. all his ribs. That's what did it. Uh, so, so initially it was a misdemeanor he was charged with. And now it could be upgraded to a felony based on the severity of the injuries. Um, but uh, so the motive is, is like it's, it's over it. Ran, uh, everybody has said it was uh, it was not politics because because they looked up who the guy was. This guy Rene Boucher. And it's like, oh, he's a Democrat. Guess this is probably Antifa or something because people are right because those are the same now. Right. Um, and so you know, he beat him up because he's a Republican. It's like, no, he probably because they've been neighbors for 20 years. Thought he was a fucking asshole for some reason. And more I can on that, think of probably some yeah, like. Um, yeah. And so uh, it's these two guys. So the, the, they said it's a, it's a, it's not politics. Politics is not related to this. It's a trivial thing. People would probably think it was silly if they found out what it was. So you hear that, and you're kind of like, all right, well, what's what's the deal? Yeah. And then there was more background reporting that was not from an official statement, but from somebody I think in the Times. It said um, it was due to uh, some variation of leaf piles, lawn clippings, and shrub planting. So it's totally just mm-hmm. like. Get your shit. Get off your my stuff lawn. off yeah. my lawn. Like, I, I told you about this chest. before, <laughs> and presumably it just built up like a pressure cooker over like seventeen you. years, and the guy just decided is enough is enough. <laughs> I don't know what set him off on that day. <laughs> That's so um, maybe he was like, uh, maybe he was like mowing into the other guy's lawn by accident. Yeah, right, right, right. Ball was mowing. Fuck you. And the guy's <laughs> You got decked. No, I, I take care of my lawn. You take care of your lawn, pal. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um, it, and then this the, is what libertarianism a, is all like, about. We take care of ourselves. That's such a dangerous... Like, how would you tackle someone when they're mowing... Like, they're holding a thing a that's like spinning blade. blades. <laughs> it's like a horrific, horrible time to tackle. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, when know. you get overcome by lawn disputes and bags of leaves and clippings, look, yeah. who knows what you're liable to do? So, You've never been in that situation. You don't have a yeah. lawn. So this guy, I mean, this guy, you know... Rand Paul's on the IR now. He's, so. in, he's in custody, probably, or out on bail, whatever. But, I mean, this, this is looking at potentially serious jail time. And uh, um, the statement from the lawyer is funny because it ends... Uh, Boucher hoped the two men could quote get back to being neighbors as quickly as possible. It's like, man, eh, it's tough to come back from you almost like you. Could I mean, have that just me. means that uh, he's not I'd saying like, get, like get back to being friends. He's saying I hope Rand Paul is as close to me as possible very soon, so I can fuck him up some more. <laughs> like that's. I, I hope we get back to being neighbors. Just means come fucking see me, asshole. Yeah. That's all get, that means. I hope he gets drafted to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> if it just fully it sounds becomes like the water boy for a five eight. <laughs> Guy, that yeah. is a monster tackle. I, mean, I guess Rand Paul's not a big dude, but <laughs> I mean, God it's, damn. it's yeah, I, you know, and and I'm just I'm just trying to think. Yeah, there's a federal law attacking federal officials like members of Congress is punishable by up to ten years in prison if personal injury results. Like this is the so I'm picturing fucking ten. Years. What gets you so mad, like that you are seeing red like a cartoon bull, and you're like you're gonna willing to bring down the heat, not just the jail time and the potential charges, but like all the media attention and all that stuff for your family, everybody descent to just form tackle a sitting United States yeah. senator. <laughs> my, but my, fortunately, we live in the dumbest possible universe, and so it's not even really front page news anymore. No, it, it's it been like, like a day, and it's like yeah, whatever. Yeah, my guess, and this is a long shot, admittedly. But what I think it might have been is that he pooped in a catapult and then shot it at Rampal's house. <laughs> or Rampal prob- did that to him. That's probably Ra- true. Rampal yeah. does seem like somebody who would own a catapult. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, every libertarian owns a catapult. They own, yeah. <laughs> 
That's and why they're if mad. You, if you call it a trebuchet, they get mad. Yeah, they have, they have memes different. about it that's like, gun control, as long as I keep my trebuchet, like, I'm fine. It's like, Rand, if you talk about ending the Fed one more time, <laughs> I am going to powerbomb you through a uh, coffee table. No. Um, yeah, just watching him perm his hair through his bathroom. It, it, he always it's, looks to me like somebody who is being dragged off of their yacht to be arrested. Yeah. Like, he always... Oh, yeah. He looks like a like he was... Pulled out of a Coke party, disgraced to go to jail. Yeah, like, like every picture of him is like a sweaty page six picture. Yeah, yeah. Like the like the inspiration for Wolf of Wall Street. Like that's like what it feels like. He just being dragged off a yacht in like white tennis shorts and like a white polo that's like way too unbuttoned. Way too unbuttoned. Yeah. And just like damp. Yeah, just damp with sun and sweat. It looks like he wears a suit with shorts. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he does. Short pants. Um he oh the other thing, the one last thing about the Rene Boucher is that um People found it. Eli wants to know I everything can't. about people Rene found it very People found it very quickly, I think, because they just got the name and they started Googling him. But he apparently is the inventor of... Hold on. Hold on. He's the inventor of something. Yeah, uh, if you're, you're not here, you have to see like how disappointed Patty is to keep giving me ammunition. For, like, <laughs> he's like, Anyways, he's an inventor. Yeah, right. So he's a 5'8 Cajun inventor. <laughs> Who's really good at tackling? <laughs> yeah, with he actually same strength. The funny twist is he his name is Boucher, but he talks like Farmer Fran from The Waterboy. He's <laughs> yeah. no, he's like that. <laughs> you wouldn't have expected that. I'm only inventor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's Paul Perdome. Um, <laughs> he invented a series of powders you pour on meats. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, so anyway, he uh, he's like a chiropractor or something. So and Rimpo was illegally fishing his shrimp pond. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my crawfish. See. He went the to thing. the shrimp pond. He had no more shrimp for his gumbo. He was furious. Yeah, the pot was already on the stove. He doesn't have he doesn't have a, a stove. He just has one large bubbling pot. <laughs> he he stole going. his uh, andouille pie off the windshield. Uh, off the, off the, off the, window, off the window, window sill. Window yeah. sill. he did the thing where you get brought in uh, by like the the smell. The, the, the smell hooks your nose right, and right, pulls right, you. Floats you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it doesn't really matter anymore. This guy's a chiropractor. He invented a. Uh, He's married to an alligator. Yep. <laughs> alligator in a blonde wig uh, and lipstick around the just at the very tip of the snout. Yeah. Um, but it's like he has some vest that he invented that has like. Uh, it's Does like, it protect your ribs it's from a, being yeah, cracked your when he tackles you? Yeah. <laughs> Should have been, been wearing the vest, Rand. No, I gave you that vest those... last Christmas, Rand. Yeah, that's what it was. Is he gave him a vest as a present, and he was like... You <laughs> he know, said he would take thing. it to the FDA to get it approved, yeah, and, 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 and Rand tells him... No, no, he gave him a vest as a present, and Rand tells him, like, I'm always wearing it. I wear it all the time. And he wanted to it's see great. if he was really so wearing good. it. So he tackled him oh, in the man. chest and cracked all his ribs. I thought you were wearing the thing. Yeah, I thought you were wearing my vest, Well, dude. now I don't feel bad. Because <laughs> yeah. lied to me. Yeah, anyways, enjoy also, those shattered ribs. Yeah, the, ra- the vest was full of rice. That was the, uh, the last thing I wanted to say about the vest. That's part of the invention. I guess you can put your phone in it or you, something. Uh, you make jambalaya out of it, actually, yeah. is what you do. <laughs> His lock screen is just jambalaya. <laughs> you can just, yeah, you can have jambalaya on the go. It's you just, like the- yeah, you just knife oh. the vest and then, like, pull the knife and then all the rice just streams out. <laughs> and you make jambalaya out of it. It's the Nathan uh. for you chili bit where he has the chili in his yeah. suit. Okay. That's, uh, <laughs> this, this escalated, you know, from Rand Paul walking out and opening his mailbox and it's just full of crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> Boucher! <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
I don't know. I'd be mad about getting crawfish. It's free yeah, crawfish. that's a good. That's a good prank. Someone well, pranked me that way. Assuming yeah. they're send us crawfish or refrigerated. Uh, Join our new. It's a. It's like a Patreon, but you only send us crawfish. <laughs> yeah, send we're gonna do crawfish. an ad for the podcast that's uh, Sherry's berries, but it's crawfish. <laughs> Sherry's crawfish, <laughs> the much less popular chocolate coated crawfish <laughs> from Sherry. This was not a good idea. We shouldn't have done this. <laughs> Well, I already coded a hundred thousand. <laughs> Might as well try to guys. We have a new product. These. We're launching it on your podcast. We're really excited about it. Chocolate crawfish. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, that's a. It's like a parody, like a a novelty um, Limp Biscuit album. Is chocolate crawfish and the andouille flavored water, and it's like. Limp Bizkit, but it's all it's Zydeco. It's all Zydeco. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I went up and I was I wasn't sure I was going to make it, and then you just dunked it home for me. I'm, yes. so, I'm sorry I interrupted. I just it didn't seem like you were going to get the word right. I wasn't going to okay. get it. Thank you. Thank you for the assist. So wait, it was. What yes. Was it called so again? what it is is there's a it's it's a tribute slash novelty album. This might already that exist. Is Zydeco covers of Limp Bizkit songs called um, Crawfish, Chocolate Crawfish, Chocolate Crawfish, and the Andouille flavored water. <laughs> This is I love it. The worst sounds ever <laughs> created. That's what that would be. Yeah, just a just a, a washboard. Two, two versions of Roland, but Zydeco somehow different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's clean. It's not explicit. Oh, it's clean. Okay, they, yeah. they switch out all the bad words. Oh, I kind of want to hear that. I'm kind of sad that doesn't exist now. I'm imagining it in my head, and it's yeah. beautiful. Someone, please at least make like, like an weirdest... album cover for that. A just... weird album cover. <laughs> The weirdest uh, version of punk goes pop, like just like all those <laughs> shitty albums, but is uh, like limp goes Zydeco. What is what is hot dog flavored water? Like I know what like chocolate starfish is buttholes, right? Hot dog flavored water is, is really that one, weird. Like, I'm I'm assuming is it piss. I, no. I figure if it's another like genital thing, I would think it would be it's like, semen, but that no. water's wrong because that's not how that I think is. It's, uh... What's up, my parents? I think it's <laughs> yeah. just like if you like. You put your dick in someone's water, and then you, that's the prank. Oh, is it just like <laughs> that classic prank where you fuck your friend's water? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, when you have a sleepover, and after your friend falls asleep, yeah, you, you fuck his water. You, yeah, you put the, no, you put you put water. their dick in warm water, and they have to pee, right? Yeah. Isn't that how that works? You, yeah. Hey, and then man. they just start peeing into no, the cup, and no, it gets you, all yeah. over your hands. You put, You're like, you God put, damn it. I got you, man. I put, I put, I put your dick in warm yeah. water. It's like, what? What? <laughs> Yeah, you when they're, asleep, when they're asleep, you put their dick in warm water and then assault. you piss on their face. <laughs> gotcha! Childhood pranks, folks. Um, God damn it. All right. I don't even any, know what any, the thing we was. Shovel, oh, we got Rand any, Paul we got any sense of what's going on with the water? It's just an inside joke. Oh, cool. All right. I love to make inside jokes for my millions of fans that no one else is going to know. That's classic. Yeah. I, you know what else ruled about Limp Bizkit? That there was that guy, Wes Borland, who like clearly wanted to be in like a corpse paint like full. Yeah, he wore the big like, black contacts. He wore contacts. costumes. He was like a really and good nobody musician. nobody else in the right? band. Yeah, he's he's very good a musician, I guess. And he, like, but he... <laughs> He just wore a cot like he was like, "Hey, we're yeah. gonna wear costumes," and everybody's like, "No," and he's like, "Fuck off! I'm wearing a yeah. costume." Yeah, and it's it was weird. just him. <laughs> he's in like the white face paint and like the black contacts, and he's like incredibly talented bassist, and it's just like like uh, Fred Durst rapping about Nookie. It's like, come on, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, you just flame. I mean, the paychecks probably make it okay. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. I, I think you hopefully he's doing all right. I bet he'll be okay. He's, he's probably in some other band now, right? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, he wasn't drummed out of the industry. It feels like 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 Fred Durst. Like if you gave him like. A firestone, he'd evolve into Guy Fieri. Like that's what it feels like to me. <laughs> yeah, Are yeah, Fieri yeah. Jokes done. Are we done with that? 
I like it. Did I play it out? I like it. Think about that Zydeco thing from before. (laughs) I'm stuck on it. Just remembering the good times. (laughs) Yeah. From four minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's that guy and his alligator wife fucked up Rand Paul's ribs. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's... Uh, this is a, uh, a nice one. Speaking of um, people who are mad about Antifa or whatever, because I assume I, I can guess this guy's politics based on this story, but I guess we can't be sure. A um, couple of uh, uh, folks in upstate New York are in court uh, suing their 30 year old son to get him to move out of the house. Where in New York is this? <laughs> upstate New York. Uh, the town is called. Um... Did my burp just get picked up on the mic? I feel like it did. I didn't hear it. Okay, I good. didn't hear it either. Here, wow, cut it out is, and put it in the bonus. This is like, this is I like, had the best burp earlier today. I oh, felt really? like I felt like I like lost weight. Like Bar- yeah. Barney Gumbel. Was I was like at peace afterward. Oh yeah, I like when uh, like a good burp and you're like really full, and then it sort of feels like all the food in your stomach, like a, like a Tetris, like it all like yes. like fit together better, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I shifted that fucking just right, and then anyway, you know, that's a fun thing you can do when you're eating. <laughs> um, so this guy. <laughs> It's a town. You called... know who would have an opinion on this? Probably this guy yeah. who's yeah. being uh, it's a, it's kicked a, it's out a, of his it's parents' a, house. He's a long-haired guy. He's not that handsome, though. Um, Mark mm. and Christina Rotundo have been su- trying for months Rotundo. to get their <laughs> yeah, to get their uh, adu- to get their adult son. They always fly a hot air balloon. Adult <laughs> son is just a very fun always, phrase. Our always... adult son Rotundo. Get out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> calling the police on him. You, I want criminal charges filed. We're going to need a Rotundo. crane to get Rotundo out of the basement. Oh, his name is Michael, I think. Michael Rotundo. Yeah. Also, an adult son is never a Mike, always a Michael. Yeah. Mike Rotundo. That's true. That's whatever my mom calls me, okay? Uh, uh, that's what I, that's what I say when I get kicked in this belly. I go, ow, Mike Rotundo. <laughs> like the, the, I mean, a, a good rule of thumb, it turns out, is um, just never end up in a news story described as someone's adult son, I think. Yeah. Right? It's actually, <laughs> Nothing uh, good is happening in your life if you're an adult son. Rotundo is a family ma- name that means that his family used to make rotundas. Yeah. That, yes. was, his, that was their trade. So his, uh, so this town called Camillus, New York. Um, and uh, yeah, they want this guy out. He's 30. Um, he, 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 30 in rotundo he's, years I love him he's, li- he, he's lived there rent free for 8 years and they were like God damn, time dude. to go man over I mean the, it's over like the rent of, free he's just living with his parents over the course of 2 months I know but if between, you're that old yeah, you, you pay go. your parents rent you at least out. or something over the course of 2 months from February to March the couple gave Michael 5 written letters requesting him to oh leave oh my god <laughs> <laughs> delivered to what the door of the basement like they leave under it at the, the top yeah, of the under stairs the, yeah. <laughs> they leave it at the top of the stairs like dunked in a bowl of fucking Chef Boyardee ravioli <laughs> and they ring the bell Rotundo I mean, this is, can you imagine having to write this to your son like Michael Joseph Rotundo <laughs> you were hereby evicted from 408 Weatheridge Drive MJ Rotundo effective immediately You've heretofore, Sounds like a great basketball player. You've heretofore been our guest, and there is no lease or agreement that gives you any right to stay here without our consent. A legal enforcement procedure will be instituted immediately if you do not leave by <laughs> oh March 15th. They also gave him $1,100 to help him live on his own and job advice, and he wouldn't Michael! fucking go. Fuck yeah. this guy, Go! Right? Michael! <laughs> $1,100 in upstate New York is like five grand in New York City money. He also, he, he, Michael, who Mark and Christina have said, never did chores around the house since moving back in. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. You have to do this because your son is such a shithead that he won't leave the fucking house. I'm, I'm like very upset, too, because like I'm just thinking about like, like, 
Mike Rotundo has not fucked like in right. this whole time. He's his own lawyer. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's 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 he says road that, trip. We're going own, to this court yeah. He's his own lawyer. He's his own boss, and he's in control of his life. He's he's, he's <laughs> dressed. Patty, will you represent him? If you had to guess what kind of suit and tie kind of color combo this guy was wearing, what would you? What would I you mean, guess? I am imagining him as as a literal sphere, so I cannot <laughs> get over it. Okay, he's not. He's not. I got a picture here that you'll see, but it looks like a circus tent, probably. If you, if you wanted to, if you wanted to guess, like it a, looks like, like one of those pest extermination tents they put over a house. I mean, if somebody told me this guy was not like a huge fatso, like this is what I would picture. All right, so it's the funniest. He's name a long of... hair though. He's long Ooh. hair. He's got a big like neck, mostly neck beard, but he's got the black like dark suit and then the blood red shirt. He's got that move. He's one of Dope. those guys. Yeah, yeah. He works at that uh, goth restaurant you were telling us about. Yeah, he works at Jekyll and Hyde. He no, looks, he does. He looks <laughs> sort of like Post Malone. <laughs> Except, Maybe like... it is actually Post yeah. Malone. So, um, so he says his own lawyer, and he told the New York Post that. The suit has made living with his parents less than ideal. It is awkward, he said. <laughs> the suit he's wearing or the yeah, I'm sure that's the first time he has been awkward. Um, he um he said um he he deserves six months' notice to get out. Dude, no, you don't get that. You don't get that anywhere. You don't get that even if you have a lease. Yeah, and uh, I want to find out. He, he moved back in after he lost his job, so I just want to get a little eight more years ago. <laughs> eight yeah, years what ago. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Um, when he retired. <laughs> also, I did look it up because I was saying the neat is um, people using the internet means not in an education, employment, or training. So it's just like somebody who's fucking yeah, he's literally neat. not doing anything. A glom. Uh, also, I can't, my brain won't stop singing like a theme song where it just goes, Rotundo, like over and over. I'm sorry, the name is so funny to me. I cannot <laughs> stop. So he, okay. Show me Mike Rotundo, please. <laughs> Oh, show yeah, me yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he's right here. Siri, show me Mike Rotundo. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, what is Mike Rotundo? Oh, no. Ha- half an hour ago, uh, the New York Post updated. They won the lawsuit, so he's going to have to go. Gonna the sh- the sheriffs are going to show up. Of course they won the lawsuit. Of course. And, and he, he, he described himself, which is very funny. Um, he says, okay, the, the quotes are so good, and they do these little things where like they just completely f- destroy you in like one sentence. So it's really unfair to me and really outrageous, said the son. A self-described businessman, in quotes, <laughs> entrepreneur. Who, who, he sells his parents' shit on Craigslist. Key new detail here: has a young boy of his own, of whom oh he lost custody. God. Oh no! Is he a father's rights guy? Probably. Uh, he definitely is now. This, uh, this is like all the all these guys' origin story is something bad happening in family court, and then they just all become <laughs> these villains. Yeah. So he said up. two things happened to him. Did you read that thing? Mike Drucker posted it this week about. Um, it was in the Jordan Peterson article, and it was like. This guy who literally was just like, he, be- he became uh Sort yourself out, bucko. It was like, he's mad at every woman on earth because his mom told him to clean his room and he didn't do it until Jordan Peterson <laughs> yeah. told him to. Cool, man. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the quote. Oh, here's, the, here's another money quote here but from, from the court uh, thing. Uh, I want you out of that household, New York State Supreme Court Judge Donald Greenwood told Michael Rotundo, pointing at him with his right index finger. <laughs> so he's like, I want you out of that house. <laughs> yeah, boy, poking him in the, and then his butt like pop. A, it's like the fucking um, Listen, fight, for your, it's like the fight yeah. for your right to party video. <laughs> like the parents cut that hair. Um, okay, let me read this. Sleep well, Rotundo. This uh, quote from this 22-year-old man who Rotundo loves Rotundo is going to be the name of every D- Dungeons & Dragons character I make from now on. <laughs> Rotundo, the barbarian. So this 22-year-old who loves Jordan Peterson says, uh, 
It made sense in a primordial way when he breaks down Adam and Eve, the snake, and chaos. Eve, Eve made Adam self-conscious. Women make men self-conscious because they're the ultimate judge. I was like, wow, this is really true. The changes in his life include starting to clean his room. My mom's been nagging me for years, but I've never done it until Dr. Peterson, he says. Dr. Peterson. Sir. Um, so, so okay, now, he moved back into the house eight years ago after losing a job. Um, he said he now runs a quote-unquote website business. <laughs> That's like a, on, up. on Chapo, Felix is always talking about the business industry. Right. Like, people like, yeah, I'm like, my dad's like really big in the business industry. Yeah. And then here's a another, website business. Here's another good one. <laughs> website business. Here's another good one. Um, uh, outside court, he said he took the money, the $1,100, but didn't go on a search for a place to live. Quote, I it. spent it on expenses. He said. <laughs> <laughs> this dude fucking rules. Get him on the cast, <laughs> dude. Expenses? Yeah, we'll pay you 40 bucks. Gonna go get on the damn cast. <laughs> Make some money. He's, yeah, it's like, hey, can I crash at your place, by the way? It's like, no, man. <laughs> He'll never leave. Um, look, so uh, shout out to this guy. Um, he's going to become uh, the latest alt-right superstar or whatever, I Absolutely. Um, hopefully he doesn't shoot up his house. I, I don't know. They might have guns there. It doesn't seem like a very stable situation. Upstate New York, uh, lawsuits against your own children. There are guns there. Yeah. So, uh, look, good, good kudos to the parents on uh, ejecting your uh, large adult son uh, from rotundo. your home. Your rotund adult son. <laughs> yeah. They ejected They're also him with rotundos. a trebuchet. <laughs> and fired him over a wall. <laughs> and uh, you're like, he disappeared. Just like, he's air shooting out of his mouth and he's in the air like a balloon. I have a lot of thoughts about rotundo. <laughs> Number two, this is... I'm reading it on AP, and they have the little more from AP thing popped up, and it's the. This is a fun, goofy story. If I'm reading this story, don't send me in a row. Pregnant actress loses baby. Centerfold jumps to death with son and drone videos. It's like what the. I'm reading the fun thing. Those are all pretty wacky, though. Pretty wacky. The big thing. A lot of people are buying these. I don't have one, and I'm somebody who usually like spends money on stupid tech shit, but um. These like home assistants, you know, from uh, like uh, like I need one for my two hundred fifty square foot apartment. Like I need a thing to tell me, hey, turn you know, hey, like turn an, the lights on, like an Alexa, music. but Alexa or, or, or Amazon Echo or yeah. like the or the the Google one. I know the Apple one isn't out yet, but um, so those are th- that technology apparently is catching on to the point that it's getting put into other stuff, and I'm not I, I don't I don't see a point of a lot of these like internet of things for most I, I don't think I really have any appliances that are connected to the internet you know like my TV is just a regular TV I don't have like a fucking microwave that like logs in or anything like that but like it's getting dumber and dumber so like they, they, like there's an article in Slate about how um, virtual systems are coming to a bunch of places that you would not expect so for instance um, toilets. Uh, there is a toilet coming out in March. Because you know when your Wi-Fi doesn't work, you really want to <laughs> yeah. not be able to shit. It flush. <laughs> I'm going to assume there's an analog button somewhere on there. I'm going to have to hope that. My only experience with Internet of Things stuff is uh, this guy I was dating in Austin was like a software guy, so we had a lot of tech friends. And we went over to his friend's house, and his friend had like Bluetooth, like Internet wired lights. Oh, yeah. And all the other, like, tech dudes who are friends with him would just hack into his lights to, like, fuck with him. <laughs> because it's like, why the fuck do you have internet lights, you idiot? Like, yeah. move a light switch. So they would just, like, hack into his lights. Just, just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Flash them Just <laughs> flash them and stuff. But you know, you know how you're, that, you're like, in the toilet? Simpsons thing? Isn't there, like, a toilet, like, Bart's terrified of? Uh, a dream? There's a Bob's Burgers where Gene is in love with a Japanese toilet. Yeah. 
that's that's one. I what what is the <laughs> like? I, yeah, I mean, like, I guess that's the whole point. I mean, it, of, like, like what does the, the toilet do? What's the purpose? I mean, like, first of all, like, when do you like buy a new? T- you buy a new toilet when your toilet like stops we working about this. When right? your to- <laughs> or gets stolen? Or gets stolen? But this idea that you're like, oh, it's weird dude, the recurring oh. themes on this show. Wait, <laughs> this year, this year's you... new toilets are out. Let's see. Oh, nice. I think well, rich people use, do. You I use guess. one toilet until it's full, and then you throw it out. Yeah, you throw it the whole toilet out your window. Yeah, while it's full. Anyone know what those hoses in the back of toilets are supposed to be connected? I don't know. I've just been <laughs> letting them hang. So it Cost says here you, you can ask this toilet to lift or close the seat, which again, wow. Okay. Uh, it's like what, I guess if you have like a mobility problem or yeah, something. Like, but... You probably already have somebody in there helping you though or something, right? I mean, like you can't, how are you? I mean, I mean if you're, I'm if the sure choices they'd like were... an option that's <laughs> yeah. not someone placing you on the toilet. <laughs> but, but the that's not what the toilet, but that's were... not what the toilet, that's not what the, the, the toilet doesn't lift you onto the that's toilet. The toilet just lifts the lid. Yeah. So this doesn't solve that problem. We've identified a problem, and this is not a solution to it. Um, it can flush or switch on a particular bidet setting. So, you know, like the one thing that I miss when I'm going to the bidet bathroom. Bidet setting, power drive. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I love about this. Widowmaker. I... <laughs> oh, I am undone. Oh. Yeah, wreck your asshole. <laughs> uh, this is all like, <laughs> Kath is going to die. <laughs> Widowmaker. It killed me. I'm crying. Uh, Widowmaker. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm assuming, though, these are all voice-activated settings, which means if someone's, like, in your house... You toilet go. computer. Ruin yeah. me. You know what I'm You know what and it's just like yeah, if the lid's up, the bidet just sprays out and like hits the re- like hits like your mirror like in your sink. It's like and like if you have somebody in your apartment, they can like hear you getting the voice activation. You're like you're like you know like have somebody come back and like pour glass. You're like oh, I'll be right back. I'm running. You're like the door closed and just from behind the door, it's like uh, toilet <laughs> <Yeah>. maximum suction. <laughs> That's, That's the next level. Is it just a hose you plug into your asshole and it just yeah. sucks it out? You're like, you only have to shit once every three days. Great, <laughs> clean them right out. We solved the problem. We hacked our bodies. You don't need to eat fiber our, anymore. Uh, it's just, it's done. Yeah, no, not at all. No probiotics needed. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just imagining. Yeah, you have like a date over or something, and then you're like talking to the toilet, <laughs> and they're just like, "Are you talking to me?" And you have to be like, "No, no, I'm talking to." Talking to my robot toilet. <laughs> Do you think I'm asking it, you to flush? Instructing it on how to eat my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you go into somebody's bathroom and the toilet's like, please, no, not again. Right. Like, that's, I don't, and look, I mean, if the robots are going to kill us, I'm pretty sure I don't want to have one installed in my toilet. Okay. That's not really, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tweeted, and I thought it was like kind of a, a fun, dark thought experiment, is they were like, I wish I could remember who it was. It was like, every time I see a new robot, I just imagine that robot with a gun because that's, <laughs> that's the future. <laughs> just snaking out of the hole in the bottom of the toilet, <laughs> fires a bullet straight up your asshole. Yeah, that's Black Mirror out, season four, baby. It comes out your mouth and you're just unharmed. Yeah, they shoot it up your asshole and you miraculously live. Uh, what happens if it breaks and it goes in reverse? <laughs> like now the toilet's pooping on you, <laughs> or like you have a date over and the toilet's like. Hello, user. Usual diarrhea setting. It's like, come on! <laughs> You're too helpful. Yeah, you know, there's profiles. So like, right. <laughs> Log in as guest. <laughs> what? Uh. 
It's yeah. like two factor, so you get a text. You have to like say the number. <laughs> we don't because again, what? like anything that has internet connection can be hacked. You're so like right. this idea that you want to like give someone access to your toilet on the dark web or whatever, I just don't understand. Like what? Where does it stop though? Because it's like it, the, the obvious. I guess bidet sort of does that, but the obvious next step is like a robot that wipes for you. Which like, there's no way that that's an improvement in your life, <laughs> right? You just sit there and you're like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, it's, you have to check? it's like it's like being a baby. Hooray! That's where we all want to go. <laughs> yeah, just a Bluetooth diaper when you shit your pants. It's like beep beep beep. beep. Like, <laughs> Must change. It, be- it beeps like a microwave is done. Yeah, it's like a it's like a like a diva cup for poop that you have to like empty out. This has gotten way too far. This is. Oh man, I think we can just end the podcast on Widowmaker. Uh, Widowmaker. <laughs> day setting Widowmaker. This is free. People get this for free. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, we're really enjoying ourselves today. Uh, aren't sorry, we? everyone. Sorry, guys. Right. Uh, it's called self care. So yeah, look, there's... look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you're going to be able to talk to your toilet soon. That's all coming. That's cool. Uh, oh, wait. I had to talk about... This is like the famously dumbest... This is very CES. I don't know if you guys... Have, you guys didn't seem to have heard of it. You guys have never heard of Smalt? And by Smalt, I have obviously mean the Smart Salt Shaker. Oh, yeah. I have seen this. This is... It's a salt shaker that's like Bluetooth. Is it fake? No, it's real. It's like... It like plays tells you how much music? salt you're putting on? No, like plays music if you want... <laughs> It's like, like it's like a salt shaker that's also like oh it's your centerpiece on your dining table so uh, it has a speaker and yeah it, like it can dispense like salt so they're trying to sell it as like people eat too much salt this salt shaker will tell you how much salt to use what <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's exhausting just, it's just, just like, to think about this like it's and it's this it's this mindset that I guess I just don't have or like that I that I get too like bored and or like my life is too like harried for me to ever like like zero in on but like this idea where like everything has to be the most efficient possible you know right. like yeah. this sense of like think of all the wasted effort you're putting in when you could just be you know like fucking um there was another thing the vessel remember that with like, yeah. the, like oh, yeah. telling you how much water you drink it'll tell you what liquid is in it it's yeah. the only people who need that are people whose water gets peed in a lot yeah or something. well that like, was like everybody it. was like can it tell if, if you pee in it will it tell you pee <laughs> like will it say pee <laughs> P. This is P. <laughs> Again. P. An alarm goes off. <laughs> yeah. A siren. Yeah, that's what this smart toilet does. It tells you if you're going number one or number two. In case you're like, what? Yeah, it <laughs> says that while you're while you have this is again while you have the number date back while one. you have the date back home. If you have if you have number the weirdest, two. weirdest like, come case on. <laughs> you have the weirdest case of nerve damage ever and have <laughs> no feeling tell. in your urethra or ass. All I know is something's going on down there. <laughs> yeah. All I know is there's some vibrations. All that like I'm not a survivalist person at all. I'm like but all this is doing is like creating more things that won't work soon. Yeah. Like, right. It's just more stuff you have that's going to eventually not be functional. Yeah. Like, I, I just, that's crazy to me. I don't, like, I'm not convinced that's how the world's going to end, but I would at least like my salt shaker to give me salt in the apocalypse. Yeah. It's like, like if somebody like these... if somebody sets off like a like a nuke or like an EMP device, right. it like fries everything, and they're just like, well, none of that stuff is, yeah. has any value yeah. anymore. Just imagine. <laughs> Somebody setting off an EMP and you're like, well, I guess I can't take a shit anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. what a terrible life. Well, my electric bill is higher than it's ever been, but my toilet is very smart. What a trade-off. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, it's- never. And, and if, if it has Alexa or one of those, too, 
I know they say they're not listening in all the time, but they're fucking listening in all the time. You know what I mean, right? Like, I feel like there's a privacy concern there that yeah. people just kind of brush aside for the convenience they're of like, saying... They're like, no one hears what I say to my toilet. Right. <laughs> because, like, I, like, like I, I'm not sure what people get out of having Alexa that makes their life that much better or, like, one of those things, you know? Yeah. But is it really worth having the, like, NSA and or these tech companies, like, monetizing and or spying on you all the time? Like, yeah. it just doesn't seem to me to be particularly uh, a good trade-off. That's just my... I yeah. agree. I do have an echo though and it's pretty sweet but what does it do for you that like you know what i mean like what, what do you do yeah, with it? it well the nice thing about it it's like uh it's an alarm it tells you the weather it's like a good like morning thing if you okay. use google calendar it tells you what you have to do yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's so oh, that's yeah. nice but also i could easily just get a calendar and an alarm <laughs> like, look, yeah. at, look at your phone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah which you're which is also listening to you all the time i guess to be fair but yeah whatever. I mean, uh, yeah, these, it's, these... it's the nice thing, too, is it sets timers, like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's all this like, it's all like the, this shit that, that nobody really needs. Or it's like, it, it reminds me of like the shit out of those like Disney Channel shows, like fucking Even Stevens, where it's like a system of pulleys that, that makes your bed for you and shit, where it's like once you aren't a kid anymore, you realize it's like pretty easy to just make your bed like or whatever you don't yeah. need this in- insanely yeah. complicated thing <laughs> like back to the future where it's feeding the dog at the right. beginning and it like kind of sucks feed your dog. just feed the dog yeah. this is not yeah I this could... is proof that we're old we don't like rube goldberg devices i yeah. can tell you the other weirdest uh like device i've tried to in- like it's nowhere not real but i think about it more than i should which is it's uh, the bed your bed okay uh number one you're you're in your bed uh, the bed, the mattress is an air mattress. It's inflatable, you know. It's inflated in the morning when your alarm goes off. The the mattress deflates, <laughs> okay. And then there's rims on the uh, like on the side of the bed. It fills with water. <laughs> there's a shower, and it like you wash yourself in the bed. You don't have to get out of bed, take a shower. So you know, maybe I should be a tech millionaire. How about that? <laughs> so. What about what happens? You to, what happens to your sheets? I'm looking for angel investors. The sheets are waterproof, bud. <laughs> Waterproof sheets. Like, <laughs> that's a very quick one. You really brush that concern aside very quickly. You know what? That's what material scientists are for. I'm an ideas who man. This, who is this for? Who is the laziest person ever, but who doesn't mind sleeping on the most uncomfortable surface? Me. You, but like, I feel like if you're that lazy, I don't a you hamster love hamster water bottle on my wall? What do you? I, but don't you love a comfy bed? If you're like, oh, I don't have to get up to shower, but my bed feels like garbage for my whole life no because it would be a very good material that a material scientist invented like i said You're... the technology isn't there he's yet put, he's putting a lot of he's putting a lot on the shoulders of these these so-called material scientists the technology yeah. is not it's this is you know we're we're at the virtual boy level but in a couple years you know that'll be the real vr and it'll be the shower bed and i'll be so rich no one steal this idea this no is one no. listening isn't this just fifth element also didn't they have like something i like, know oh, no the bed makes itself with like cellophane and then goes into the wall yeah yeah and the shower is under above the fridge i think i was watching the fifth element i was like pretty close <laughs> it was like, i was like they cracked it <laughs> Look, all right. Me, me, all I'm, all I hear when you say that is that me and Luke Besson could fucking get along by being like, <laughs> "Dude, shower beds. Let's talk about it." And he, you know, does he speak English? Probably. <laughs> He's like, "You've given me my next film idea." Yeah, Luke Besson presents shower bed. Long story <laughs> short, me and Luke Besson would be friends. Yeah, Thank best you. friends. We're pals. We'd be Luke best friends. Okay, so this one. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Uh, <laughs> this one's also in Canada. Um, this comes to us uh, from Didi Egregious, and thank you very much 
for this. Yeah, Dee Dee Gray literally. just said <laughs> that they uh, literally upgraded their Patreon subscriptions so that they could submit this, which I really respect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you for that as well. It's It was a gem. Like, thank yeah. you. There's a lot going on here. So we'll just sort of set the scene here. This is um, Fancy Hotel, uh, the Fairmont Empress uh, in Victoria. Uh, in uh, in uh, Victoria, what is it? British Columbia. Yep. In England, in England, in Canada, um, and uh, there's a guy who w- was banned. They just lifted the ban. Um, you know, I'll just read the headline. It's easier this way. <laughs> How seagulls pepperoni got Dartmouth man banned from posh BC hotel. So <laughs> for 17 years, I don't know how you were going to get there. I don't from know. How I was it trying. Started. I was trying to. I was trying to do something creative. It didn't work out. I, well, it's a hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to circle around There's when it's. Yeah. It's like trying to pick up a cat. This is kind of this dude. This <laughs> dude. Uh, 17. Years, it was banned for 17 years from this hotel uh, because um, he he. All right. Um, <laughs> Seventeen. He. This. There, there's like. Seventeen years. There's like a. There's like a news a story in this. Of him. Like a. Like a. Like a CBS Sunday Morning segment about this guy going back to the front desk of this hotel he's been banned from for seven years, trying to make things right. <laughs> and so first we'll get the backstory here. So he was. Uh, Seventeen years ago, he was bringing um, a suitcase full of. Uh, he's from Halifax. Uh, Brothers pepperoni. Just a suitcase full of pepperoni. Yeah, small, a traveling, small, small suitcase. Traveling pepperoni. Yeah, you, know you just bring a suitcase full of pepperoni around. <laughs> yeah. That's just going to his friends if in the navy. Gonna, so that's yeah. okay. If you're gonna bring pepperoni, you bring it in a poster tube, one of those long. Yeah. Okay, skinny. guys. Uh, you guys want anything? I'm coming up from. Uh, I'm coming up from Halifax. Yeah, can we get some of that uh, brothers pepperoni. <laughs> some of that brothers pepperoni, please. Just well. Uh, when I say some, I mean a suitcase full. Yeah. People from Halifax are probably really fucking mad right yeah. now. Maybe this is like a whole this is like a whole thing. I don't know. Is this um, like a I famous just, just type of to, pepperoni? Yeah. You also have to hope that he just walked in and like put the suit to, suitcase on the desk, spun it one eighty, popped the clasp, and was like, "Fill her up." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then it was banded yeah. like money. Yeah, they weighed the suitcase empty and then filled it with pepperoni and weighed it again, and that's how they figured out. <laughs> and then he opened it up later, and it glow- glowed like in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he tripped, and all the pepperonis fell out, and he was <laughs> yeah. really embarrassed. So he, so, so he's he's going on a, on a trip up to this fancy hotel, the Empress, and um, the Fairmont Empress. Excuse me. And uh, his bag got lost because it was that time of year, I guess, he said. I'm not sure what that means. The holidays. <laughs> he was having his yearly period. Yeah. <laughs> Male period. It's like, I, lost my, I lost my pepperoni. Where's my, I, need, I need that bag. You know that time of year when you lose your pepperoni? Yes, yeah. time. That's my favorite euphemism. <laughs> so he's waiting at the hotel just like sitting there like, oh, man, I'm going to get these pepperonis. Um, <laughs> so it showed up. Uh, but he was worried. That it would get warm because there was no fridge. Now I didn't know there was pepperoni that needed to be refrigerated. Yeah, it should be cured, right? Shouldn't yeah. it also be like it's like in like a shrink wrap thing? Like I'm looking at this picture here. Like this, this you don't have to refrigerate this. Yeah, it should be. It's cured meat. Like also, you if this is if this is that time of year, it's probably cold. It's cold, right? But so that's but that's the thing. He opens the window and he puts it on a table near the window. The suitcase. Oh. And open apparently opens the suitcase, um, and then as he puts it here, uh, um, he laid the food. Uh, sorry, he opened the suitcase. He, oh, he laid the food out on a table near the window ledge and the chilly April air. April. What's the time of year yeah. in April? Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, have you know. never Easter? read Huckleberry Finn? Yeah. Have you not learned about the dangers of leaving food on you know, the window? Everyone so. travels at the end of winter, uh, and he yeah. says, and that's when things kind of went bad. 
kind of. So he left the room for a few hours to take a walk. That's a long ass walk. <laughs> just gonna my leave opinion. my open pepperonis. I just need to air them out. Well, yeah, just taking a walk. I assume because he got into the room, looked at a fucking briefcase full of pepperonis, <laughs> like I gotta think about what I'm doing. With my life. Yeah. Also, I bet the room smelled. The air was well, probably thick with pepperoni. You can't ever use that briefcase again. They were for his <laughs> friends. Watch into a, walk into a client meeting and they were like, for troops. let me show you some of the plans. And immediately <laughs> like, why does it smell like a fucking deli in here? Pepperoni was for troops. <laughs> show some respect. They were trooperonis. Uh, <laughs> oof. So, uh, so he leaves the room, takes the rest of it, and he, turned, he came back to the room. Um, he returned to uh, a room full of seagulls. <laughs> I don't just mean a couple of seagulls. I can only estimate how many there were. I'm thinking somewhere between 30 and 40 seagulls had come in through this open window while I was gone. This day would be remembered forever in seagull society. And I would have never thought of that because the East Coast seagulls aren't that brazen. So now we're That's like not true. weirdly sort of like seagulls ascribing personalities. <laughs> To different kinds of birds. Yeah. Um, at least I didn't think. I don't think they 40. would. You Imagine gotta... opening that door. Yeah. And this just... is a fancy ass hotel. I hope too. before he got back, somebody like, was like, "This is a nice hotel." Oh yeah. So you're you're in your fancy hotel. It you also come looks back to like room. a hotel that birds would roost in. Yeah. So <laughs> well, you walk I in. I hope the housekeeper knocked on the door. Yeah, exactly. I was like, somebody called it in. They're like, oh, something is happening. And then he's like, hello. And then they open yeah. the door. Like, do you guys hear? Oh, um, <laughs> close it again. Uh, uh, a lot of wings fluttering, <laughs> horrifying screeching, and packaging being ripped open. Oh, <laughs> and bird noises from the room yeah. over there. So the uh, feathers I, from the pillows came alive. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing him. He goes in the front door and he walks past the desk and he's like, uh, Mr. Burchell. Yeah. And then he goes up to his room and he's all very. And there's like a guy who like lets him out. That you know, there's like a bellhop in the in the elevator oh, and all yeah. the little deal. And then um, he goes to his room and he puts his key in. It. Yeah, hello, like waving to everybody. <laughs> and then he opens the door and he looks in and he goes and he like immediately slams it. Like, oh no! He does the thing like in like a, a movie or something. He slams the door and then like puts his back against <laughs> right. it. Like, yeah. like someone's coming in. It's like what's all that noise? Like. Uh, was, I was I left Finding Nemo on. It's the seagull part. <laughs> so we had. A, I like the idea of him uh, checking into this hotel in like a big trench coat, and it's just all seagulls inside. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets to the room, just opens and it, he opens and it, and they fly out. <laughs> yeah. And so he actually gets in trouble for secretly sharing yeah. a room and not declaring how many people yeah. are yeah. staying in it. Sir, there are thirty-three seagulls in your room. <laughs> well, that's a mean way to describe my wife. <laughs> I'll head up there now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so so he goes in the room. And I guess he'd cracked the window enough for them to get in, but like not like a it's not like thrown all the way open or thrown out the double <laughs> windows. And uh, in the hotel room next to you, you hear this. Yeah. The seagulls were startled when he opened the door. <laughs> were they interviewed for this piece? Yeah. <laughs> the robot's like, "Man, this is great. Can you believe this? Oh shit, he's back!" Like, like I'm just imagining. So he said, "Many tried to leave through the small opening all at once." <laughs> What is that? <laughs> they, they hit a seagull bottleneck. Yeah. So they're all jamming their way in. They're Here's flying the all over the I place. Think would make. This is this is thirty three seagulls <laughs> slamming into one small opening. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> they're all it trapped. Vacuum none, seals. Of, none of them. Yeah. And so they're flying all over the place. Um, more complicated thing here is they've been in there for a long time eating pepperoni. So you can imagine what the room looked like. So the room is covered in seagull shit also. Pepperoni shit. And, the and now bad we've got breath. seagulls flying around. The curtains are falling down. The lamps are falling down. It was a real mess. You said it, pal. 
I'm picturing this. This is the. This is now like hell. This is the room is hell. And Just this guy getting up, coming back home with the shredded clothes and this suitcase that reeks of cured meat. So this to be like, how was your trip? And he was so like, the story, not great. The story keeps escalating. <laughs> Um, complicating, matter, complicating matters was the fact Burchill had just started his job three months earlier. His, empl- oh, no. his employer had booked the hotel. Oh, no. And he needed to attend a dinner with customers. Is he a pepperoni salesman? Because <laughs> I don't see any other reason for a lot of this stuff to be happening. Yeah, even more dramatic, he's a salami salesman. This is a yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like ordering uh, Coke when you work for Pepsi and you get fired like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um, Even worse, when he came out of the hotel, there were seven vegans protesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the, the, the reason, that was the origin story of the woman that was protesting uh, the restaurant. She was yeah. a little girl staying in the room She's next door. She was traumatized. They thought her, she was salami. So he got it down. So he's got to go to the, he gotta get to a dinner with the customers. got to impress with, oh, the, no! with the boss. There's two seagulls left in the room. <laughs> It's a lot harder to get two than it is to like deal with like thirty because you just kind of throw yeah. anything at them and they all are like yeah. getting hit. It's like eating rice. It's like so, the last grains yeah. are the hardest to get out. So one was just bouncing around on the windowsill, <laughs> and I was kind of losing my temper at this point. Fair enough. This guy's really underselling a lot like of this. This is like the most Canadian shit right. that only at this I'm point. I'm trying to imagine like the most temper. panic man in the world. Like, I'm a little, what else yeah. is this? I'm a little steamed. It's like, this, <laughs> it's like you're just, there's going to be a huge embarrassment coming here. Yeah. I'm mad because it's coming. I got to deal with this in the short term. I can't even get birds in here when I let people in here. At the very least, the birds have to be gone. There's no Wait, other excuse. He was meeting with people in his hotel room? I guess, no, but like he, he, he had to like get ready. Like he had to like yeah. get dressed up or whatever, and there's fucking birds everywhere. You you can't leave the bird in there. So no, no, no. So he definitely yeah, can't. So he took off one of his shoes and threw it in the direction of the seagull, <laughs> and both the seagull and the shoe went out the window. So not a great, not a great strategy there. Probably other stuff you could have thrown in the room than your shoe. Uh, one of the few things that is not covered in shit and is now out the window. Um, the last, last seagull. Uh, he's literally chasing the last seagull around the room. It had a big piece of pepperoni in its mouth, <laughs> and I could not get it to leave. <laughs> the yeah. housekeeping comes in, they're like, is there a seagull in your room? And he goes, yes, <laughs> there is one seagull in my room. <laughs> this thing, you all got my it. pepperoni. You won't believe how much this thing shits. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up grabbing a towel from the bathroom, and he jumped the seagull, wrapped it in a towel, and threw it out the window. <laughs> So it hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he says the seagull was shaken but not hurt. And now, again, this is like a fucking sketch. <laughs> While everything was happening in his room, Burchell said there was a line of tourists out in front of the hotel who witnessed the shoe and seagull go out the window. I guess that made an impression on some people. It wasn't very smooth. He had to go downstairs to get the shoe and towel. He went back to the room where the smell of birds and pepperoni was going more more apparent. Do you think when he had to go down to get the towel, he like got it off the seagull that was underneath it, and the seagull just looked at him like shaking its head? So birds and pepperoni. So his his hotel room smells like Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, he had to go to dinner. So he started to clean. He only had the one shoe apparently, one pair of shoes. Clean shoe, which had fallen into some mud, which fits the whole. Of course, this guy, so, of course yeah, it did. It's like, womp, just like making that <laughs> yeah. noise. And then um, as he was drying the shoe with the hair dryer, the power went out in his room. <laughs> at that point, at that point, 
He says he realized he was in way over his head with this mess. At that point, that's when he lost it. This was apparently a situation that could be unfucked up until the point where the power went out. This um, is like the tale of Jonah level. Like, so this the, is Job. That's what this yeah. is. So they, send, so they send the lady up to, to clean the room. He called the front desk for help. And he says, I still remember the look on her face when she opened the door. She had her cleaning kit with her, and it was quite clear the kit she had with her was not going to cover the damage. It was in the room. So they moved to another room. Um, hotel staff was nice about the whole thing, but a letter was sent to his employer <laughs> telling him he would no longer be allowed to stay at the Empress. Uh, it was a decision he said he respected and understood. <laughs> that is fair. Um, poor, beaten down man. He wanted to make amends, which is why he went back last week. He asked to speak with the staff member who dealt with him the last time. I guess the front desk person, but they were no longer working there. 17 years 17 ago. 17 years yeah. later? It's like a lifer. What kind of is turnover like, is did, there at the hotel like, industry in Canada? Did he like join AA or something? I don't like, know. why is he going back? So he just went yeah. in there and he apologized. He said they forgave him. He said he left them a present of about a pound of brothers' TNT pepperoni. He's just guys always have pepperoni with him. <laughs> I brought you a present. I'll just leave it here on the windowsill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, I brought you guys a gift. Uh, get that the fuck out. Out of here, man. Are you serious? Can you read the room? You just told this story. It's like when Well, uh, sir, I'll make my exit. It's like the thing where it's like, oh no, if uh if a shark bites a human, they get the taste for human. All those birds just they hear the p- brother's pepperoni unwrapping and they're yeah. like, oh, it's time. Yeah, they're just super Italian birds now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is <laughs> if this is viral marketing for brothers pepperoni, I'm not even gonna be mad. I respect this. No, story. that's really good. It's quite good. I, like Brothers just, Pepperoni doing well for something that sounds d- like you're talking about your sibling's dick. <laughs> <laughs> just the the different tiers of like, all right, a lot of birds in here, not good. <laughs> just threw my shoe out the window, not good. Uh, bunch uh, threw the towel out the window. Okay, a lot of people saw that. <laughs> Gonna have to go down there and pick those up. <laughs> Gotta go to the dinner with the customers. Gotta start cleaning off the shoe. Hair dryer. Power shorts out. <laughs> Okay, I gotta I gotta talk to somebody about this. This is this is that's when like the game is the, is, the jig is still up. Out? Uh, well, they fixed the power, I guess, at some uh. point. So um, that was that's really a wonderful journey. That's so beautiful. Um, it's like a it's like that sunny thing where uh, uh, Dennis talks about making lamps out of human skin. He's like the smell, D. Like it's the same as like having thirty three seagulls in your room. Like immediately bad, but like to have to deal with that and then also deal with the actual physical logistics and aftermath of having had 33 singles in your room <laughs> is insane. Just being like, I mean, it was bad, but just the feathers and shit. <laughs> I never got this far when I, even if I'd imagined this, <laughs> when it become this much of an issue. Because right, he didn't smell it when he was like panicking. Yeah. Right. But then he when he left and came back, it's like, oh boy, this is, <laughs> this is gross. All right. So, um, as you may or may not know, and it's been pretty big news story these days. Um, uh, there's a there's a battle for the body of Charles Manson. You guys know how that's all over the news these days. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, trying. I'm trying to uh, get him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a. I'm <laughs> throwing my hat in the ring. Why not? Yeah, Why wouldn't in. you? Who wouldn't want Charles Manson's body? You know, I mean, it's like a pretty. Uh, it seems pretty pretty normal. You know, so <laughs> as um, you're like talking to somebody, you're just like, "What have you been up to lately?" Like, I think I'm going to get Charles Manson's body. Yeah. Like that's yeah. my new project. Just, I'm working on yeah, it. Just wake up dr- fucking hungover and you walk <laughs> in your living room and Charles Manson's body is there. Oh, it's no. Like, 
It's like, what are you doing, man? Oh, I can't. I gotta get up early tomorrow. I'm taking this legal correspondence course so I can um, <laughs> file paperwork to get Charles Manson's body. That's what I'm doing. That seems yeah, like a scheme time. somebody we know would have, like, to try to make money. To like, I'm gonna get yeah. Charles Manson's body. I'm gonna get it embalmed, and then now I have a sideshow act. Honey, you know how yeah. <clears throat> you never let me put anything in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one thing. Charles Manson's so, body. <laughs> so the, the, oh, my the, wife the, maybe the current... put Charles Manson's body on the man cave. <laughs> she can't see it. <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. so we're so 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 we're setting up like I mean it's like it's basically like American Idol, right? It's like who's gonna win Charles Manson's body <laughs> is the current you know, uh, and there's a there's a few key players here. Uh, surprisingly missing is the I believe he had a wife, like a creepy ass, like uh, yeah, the more, last like time... uh, Wednesday Adams ass like girl who was like married to him. You know, when he was like you know Wednesday sick. Adams ass isn't even like an insult anymore. Like every no, like, that's like a everyone in Bushwick, Bushwick lady. Yeah. <laughs> kind of my type actually. So if you could refrain. <laughs> Oh, you should look her up, man. She's single now. She's single so that's now. fine. Yeah. That would be great. I could win every argument. Just like, ah, you're, you're so irresponsible. It's like, well, I'd fucking kill a ton of people. <laughs> yeah. You'd be an upgrade from her ex. Although, what if she's always like, Charlie never made me do that. Like, <laughs> do what? <laughs> I like, I wasn't thinking anything, you know, creepy or sexual. Yeah. Just like, I don't want to go fucking on a hike with you. Yeah. Charlie never made me go on hikes. It's just like one thing that I didn't expect. You just like made really good quiche or something. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I don't make as good quiche as Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so she does, oh, yeah, she's so, not so, so, claiming so, his body. So, well, she was not, okay, so she was not apparently his official wife. I just looked her, look her up. As of 2014, she was, her name was Star. She was 25 years old. Oh, totally she was Eli's type. High school, uh, well, come on. Now. She was a high school girl who, named who Star. had like come on. I'm 27. That is fine. <laughs> she was she was first attracted to Manson after reading about ATWA, Manson's environmental philosophy that stands for air, trees, water, animals. Wow, that's really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> he identified all four elements. Hang on. Well, wow, is that the kind of four fifths of the is way to like a magic that? deck? <laughs> Is that what is that what convinced those people to kill Sharon Tate? Because come on, that's so stupid. Like trees, there's, there's all kinds. Of, oh. I've thought okay, a lot anyway. about this, and I am I am reasonably confident. If I were like in a position where we had crossed paths, I would have been won over by Charles Manson. I would have been a total Manson family person. I don't think I would Why? have been like this guy is dangerous, but I've been like this guy is a colossal asshole. I think I think because he just seemed like he was incredibly charismatic and yeah. crazy and like which I would yeah. hate hey. if you saw him at a party I'd be like ugh I fucking awful speaking of types like I've realized like my type is un- Charles Manson is annoying people is like people yeah. who are annoying <laughs> so I feel like I feel like Charles Manson because he was like super charming but also weird and annoying like that's my shit. Yeah, it would be like I could just see Charles Manson at some house party, like extreme, like explaining what mezcal is to me, and just being like, "Cool, dude, <laughs> great." Yeah, we wow. had those piercing I been, eyes. I would have been, I would have yeah. been mad because I'd been like, "Hey, man, write some more Beach Boys songs. Come on, <laughs> this shit. yeah, break out the guitar, swastika face." <laughs> I know he didn't have it then. Just wait, just waiting, just waiting at the Manson compound, being like, "So is Mike Love coming, or what's going on?" I thought he was supposed to be. Like no, we're gonna kill this pregnant lady. It's like, all right, but is Mike gonna come after that? Or you know, I, I, I just want to wear one of those cool hats. You know, I'm waiting for yeah. 
for my glove. How uh, has no one made like a um, fun, a fun thing, like version of like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, or it's Charles Manson? <laughs> yeah, or even better, it's just that movie with James Franco that I don't that even come out, or they just give up. I wish that happened oh, with movies. Oh, was it like they just they like, they're like man, we they we ran up they, the flagpole yeah, and it, it, no one saluted. Yeah, they, We're just no, not going to put it out. It came out. They're like it we put out, out a couple of trailers and nobody seemed into it, so we just kind of rolled it back. It came, it came out. It was called it was called Wine Him. Wine Him. Uh, and Franco was like a tech guy. That was like he was like a yeah. That looked really good. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, um, Franco does it. have like a Manson-y vibe to me a little bit. Yeah, he could he could play Manson. Like, not I mean, he's too tall and handsome, but like. But I feel like I feel like so much of like getting sucked into cults like that is that you have to be stupid. Like, yeah, if you're a smart person, I feel like you would not fall into you, like. You'd the be thing. surprised. <laughs> Thank you, but you'd be surprised a how dumb I am, and b <laughs> you don't have to be that dumb. You just have to be emotionally vulnerable yeah. cats can get <laughs> caught up in a the, a cult of a charismatic wrestler that just like oh yeah starts asking people to body slam <laughs> people wrestler i feel like that would be dangerous because wrestlers are very charming very attractive and very physically imposing which is like cult leader combo some wrestlers are attractive yeah <laughs> well, others you know. are not i mean if you have none a of type. them are fr- none of them to my knowledge are friends with mike love so they got so they're not that. getting patty because yeah. A Beach Boy is not showing yeah. up. Well, you know, there's only one way to decide who gets the body, and that's to threaten to cut the body in half. <laughs> and whoever won't let you cut the body in half gets the body. Gets the body. Tell like, us right. about well, this cast body's... of characters. I really thought yeah, that was so, gonna so... nail gonna, it. Gonna kill? Yeah, I kind of was holding on to it for a little bit too. I'm pretty embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how you know how in the story of King Solomon how the how, how the baby's already dead, so it kind of doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, to the that's baby. nobody well, tells like that, that part. <laughs> they bring out the baby and they're like, "Well, I'll cut this baby in half." And then one of them's like, "Is I think it's dead." <laughs> And he was like, who was feeding it? And then those two helpers were like, I thought the other guy was. And then it just, again, turns into and a Heathcliff like, cartoon. yeesh. Classic mix-up. And then the boss yeah. comes over for dinner. Heathcliff's the like, the I'll eat it. Coming for dinner. <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Johnson's going to be here soon. And my roast is burned. <laughs> yeah, and then a, then a tiny mouse comes out and swaps the baby with a TV remote. <laughs> What we've Classic. learned today is that everything is Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah, everything yep. is Heathcliff. Heathcliff right, is so, love. So, so we got, so we got three. We, Snipe is out, or whatever. The fake wife. She's not involved. Maybe she realized that she was spending much time with. Hey, I think this guy's kind of nuts. After he died, turns out. Um, but so there's three people. Um, the first is Manson's pen pal. This guy named Michael Channels, which sounds like a fake name, but fair <laughs> enough. Um, He's really good at <laughs> flipping a remote super fast. <laughs> he won a contest. He, he's, he's 52 like a, years old. It's like it's someone very lonely just like draped a suit over their television. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend, Michael Channels. <laughs> cool, man. How have you been? <laughs> so, so, so this guy claims that he has a will. Signed by signed by Charles Manson in 2002, I guess giving him custody of the body. Um, signed in 2002, it's partially legible and it lists Michael Channels as a witness, which is suspect. Your so, TV wearing a suit is not a legal witness. So so they there's number to, one. They turned it to a, a fucking legal show. They put on Law and Order. 
Like Michael Channels is a witness now. <laughs> Michael Channels, attorney at law. <laughs> so, so that's number that's 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 contestant number one. Okay. Contestant number two is Matthew Robert Lentz. Okay. Who claims to be Manson's who claims to be Manson's son, who honestly looks a lot like Manson. I'll text you guys a picture of him here. Um he is a. Uh, He's holding up what he what he claims to be a will there, but it only has one witness instead of two. So because the, because the way wills work, wills are like witches spells, where if you don't have to say the right magic words, they don't count. Yeah, um, it, I didn't know it was clear. like a numbers game where it's like how many people saw it. <laughs> like, Man, this yeah, is a, look this at, is a weird looking guy. But he looks like Manson. He does look like he does look like Manson, but he looks like Manson. If Manson, his dad is Manson and his mom is a stick of beef jerky. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he's kind of kind of weird. He's he looks like a Manson. Much per- older look, than and, I and, thought he would be. I guess that makes and, sense. And the, and, and the the thing is, like, if you're thinking about how these guys are going to use the body, are they going to put it in the ground? This guy looks like a Manson impersonator, even though he claims to be his son or whatever. Like, so it's like, can you make a lot of money? Like, as like, a... Make him... He looks like like a, like a close up magician, but he's wearing like a raglan tee from American Apparel. It's a very weird. Do you think right. you can make a lot of money as a Manson impersonator? Are those in demand? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. L.A. is crazy, man. I don't know. That's true. L.A. is there. weird. Yeah, Holly weird, even. <laughs> um, all right, so that's, that's contestant number two. And then contestant number three is Jason, who claims to be Manson's grandson. Wait, you um, cut out for a second. Wait, Manson start over. Say, say who three is again. You cut out. Number three is Jason Freeman, who claims to be Manson's grandson and next of kin. Okay. Um, Jason filed, Freeman's he's like an aggressively pa- bland name, too. I mean, wouldn't you yeah, live well, under an alias? Pa- it sounds like the first settler of, like, a colony. Like, after a nuclear war. Jason Freeman. He's so he, who he, you he, play he, in he, Fallout. Yeah, he sounds it's a fallout ass. He filed paperwork. I texted you him. He filed paperwork to prove that he's Charles Manson Jr.'s son, but apparently on his deathbed, Charles Manson said that he has no he has no family. I so he's gonna live in a uphill climb there. Yeah, he's yeah. he was really he's so. You're also getting these texts, by the way. You don't no, have I'm to not, keep because my phone's on airplane mode because I'm a professional. Well, look at this. It's professional to keep taking my phone to look at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And the the story I'm reading is man walking home from train station followed by pig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who we have been referring pig. to uh, in the pre-production of this podcast as the pig man. Yeah. Pig man. When, when Eli, you're going to talk about pig man? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Patty, Patty wrote down pig man on paper and we both like almost stuttered racing to call the other one. Uh, I was, well, you, you got me with, uh, we're going to talk about you. And at the same time I was like, why'd you write your name down? <laughs> And it was just a real race to the bottom. Yeah, and then on that we just one. both yeah. smiled. <laughs> um, no weakness. Yeah. Uh, so this is in North Ridgeville, Ohio, which you know, beloved uh, town. Uh, got him. <laughs> so got him. basically, this guy, this guy calls the police, and he says, "I'm I'm headed home from the train station, and this pig is following me." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, this dude's drunk," and they're like. Good. Well, good luck, sir. <laughs> and he keep kept calling them, 
And then he finally, uh, like, they finally show up, go over there, and he's dead sober, and there's a fucking pig on his tail, just like <laughs> tracking him around. He's like, wee, how, wee. how big is this pig? I bet it's big, right? I mean, it's got. I think it's a regular pig. Pigs are bigger than you would think yeah, if you have not been around like, pigs. Pigs are like a. The, the, I was gonna say a log, but logs are lots of sizes. <laughs> Like a log in a forest. You know that famous log size? <laughs> yeah. Not like firewood log. No, like but like, you know, you're, you're like cartoon log. Like your <laughs> yeah, right. standard log. I'd, I'd say a pig is about, uh, you know, like six feet long, two feet wide. <laughs> That's what I, I would guess. Six feet long is maybe a lot. You know, like a big like, pig. <laughs> I, when I was in college. Like a car, you know. We would yeah, go. Yeah, they're like pigs like a size of the like, size of a car. When, <laughs> when I was in college, we would go to the Iowa State Fair every summer. Yeah. And they have like all the ag stuff, like all the people would bring their farm oh, animals. I thought you just said egg really fucking weird. <laughs> Ag. Agriculture. Oh, and you saw the fattest pig? We saw the biggest pig. <laughs> and every year, the and biggest that's pig. That's how you met Eli. There we go. I was going to say it was Patty. Yeah, I was no, rolling in slop. It was so fucked up because every year they would have like the. I'm still mad that Patty stole the title. <laughs> <laughs> Rematch next year. Yeah. Who's the biggest pig? But they would put, like, who owned the pig next to it. And every year, the biggest pig was owned by a genetics research firm. And they were literally, like, engineered... Fucking big pig industries. <laughs> seriously the like size Farmer of Brown, a number three. fucking VW van <laughs> every year. Number two, year. Farmer White. Number one, Metatronics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Globochem. It was so fucked up. And the pig just looked miserable. And it was, like, as big as a yeah. minivan. It was so it was big. big as a minivan? It was so big. I shouldn't be That's alive. a mythical pig. That's a fucking like dino. It was a dino. Have you seen the dinosaur? The there's a there's a a dinosaur pig (laughs) that's literally named like it has a you know it's like fancy name it's uh, whatever. But its actual name is Hell Pig. <laughs> As like it's a, this is the Hell wow, Pig. It's named after my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you remember that time that uh, you and her and your son got your uh, house blown down by a wolf? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. You kept moving. Kept something, something that never made, fails to make me laugh is when someone says like "fat pig" as like an insult. <laughs> fat pig. Because it's like, it's... is it pig enough? <laughs> You, like for a pig, you're also yeah. fat. You're fat. You're yeah. more fat also, than a regular pig. Imagine it's just how like shorthand for fat. Like a pig is, is like a like you said a log of fat with a face on it. Imagine it's so fat. It's like a, it's already a sausage. Uh, <laughs> Dude, imagine also imagine how unsettling like a skinny pig would look. (laughs) Just like a really like buff pig. Oh oh no. No, like a very I'm imagining like a bone thin emaciated pig. And it's fucking (laughs) This is the hell pig. What is that? (laughs) It's hell pig. It's just like a statue. Uh, Yeah, it's not the real thing. (laughs) I wanna see the real thing. I would watch it. It's prehistoric. I would watch I I would watch like if they that's how big it is. Oh, that's like really big. You know, they have yeah. that, you have that movie called The Meg that's coming out about the giant great white, the prehistoric great white. Oh yeah, it's gonna fucking be sick. Is it? Um, <laughs> shark guy. Point that out. But uh, they should make one uh, called Hell Pig, and it could just Hell be pig? about like one Hell Pig. It's a biopic yeah. about both of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they made the movie already. It's called. Uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, twins. I don't know. <laughs> I just think movies with two people in it. It's a story it's of called <laughs> Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Uh, Hell, Hell Pig. It's the story of the 2016 election. Folks. Uh, I yeah. like the Trump genre campaign. of movies of movies with two people in them. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Netflix genre. I get. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Uh, <laughs> waiting for Godot. <laughs> um, yeah. There's like, mo- I get weird. I got there's like Rush movies. Hour. Uh, Rush like, Hour 2. Uh, Rush Hour 3. <laughs> Shanghai Night. Shanghai Noon. Um, all those. Well, I was going with things that literally have two people. You're just saying there are two leads. <laughs> no, two people. <laughs> movies that My have at least two people in them. Yeah. So everything except... Uh, Tell me about what happened to this man who was followed by a pig. I kind of, you really teed it up because not much else happened. <laughs> okay, um, fair enough. I'm glad I, I got to, to tell go you about back the giant I went pig. To the I hell pig like, it, well, it, the thing it follows in this guy's defense um, could be anything. It doesn't have to be a person. So uh, at least I don't think it can. Or it can be anyone. It says so. Maybe like it just he thought that the it follows thing was yeah. the pig. Was the pig? No, he he. Yeah, yeah. He, I would be concerned well, if a pig followed me home. It's kind of weird, right? I feel it's, like it I was being street harassed. Knock it off, pig. Why? Well, I, I feel like someone is doing this as a cruel joke. There's that turn C- off Siri. There's that- <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. There's that's there's. Did you guys watch True Blood when it was on? Oh, you know what Siri did when I did that by accident? It typed in Siri. What is a cruel joke? Yeah. Well, every time we say pig, uh, Patty Siri goes off. Is that a thing? That's I don't what know it calls him. I know because. Yeah. Because I says, call Siri pig. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, my roommate it, and I bitch. have a theory that uh, um, what is Siri? What is a cruel joke? And Siri was going to say uh, Eli's penis. Hey. Wow. <laughs> my roommate and I have a theory that you should not um, date a man who is mean to Siri or like Alexa or like Wait. all of these robots that are like f- coded feminine. If you're like mean to them, that like it means you might have a little bit of uh, anger about. Women in your life to yell at Siri, not just like we all. I yell at my Alexa like when it's being like when it doesn't understand me or whatever. But if you get like I personal with it, that might be a problem. I, I think like it. yelling. I think, I think yeah, it is weird. I think, <laughs> I think yelling at a virtual assistant, regardless of gender of anyone involved, is like eh, this person might not. Eh, yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, especially if you're a woman dating a man, and it's like. Alexa, you stupid fucking bitch. I hate you. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> it's, like, it's a little like iffy. I don't yeah. know. I think, I think swearing at your virtual assistant is probably, yeah, that's, I think that's a pretty big flag. I don't yeah. like, I don't, I don't really, I, the only thing I use Siri for is checking the weather every morning. That's literally That's it. the, uh, oh, a while ago I was. Uh, it's the uh, Zoe Deschanel use. Sorry yeah. to get a little personal, but I was, uh, I was fooling around with a gentleman and then uh, it was the oil the, baron. Yeah, it was the oil, oil baron. Cat was uh, actually at an improv show. That's what that means. <laughs> but uh, I, after, He's like, doing the old skin herald. Afterward, I asked, like, <laughs> what? Is, no, absolutely not. Hold on. That's the worst thing Can, I've ever said. Shelby, I don't think has ever edited any edited anything out of the podcast, but that might be the first thing that needs to go. Skin Harold. Skin Harold. It's what it's two improvisers having sex. Ugh. <laughs> That's gross. Just even the regular thing. What about, like, what, what about, what about the horizontal Harold? <laughs> horizontal Harold. <laughs> That's very good too. Ugh. It's not as gross. My <laughs> favorite gross. gross sex thing Skin to say is, is a calling it. Skin as prefix is gross. Yeah, I like call, calling sex smacking wets. That's oh. very gross. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Ugh. So, anyways, <laughs> Patty's head is in his hands. Extremely. So, upsetting. well, you were smacking wets, I, and what happened? <laughs> I was smacking wets, and then <laughs> it's so gross. But I, then Sir. I was like, um, after we were done, I was like, because uh, we were at my house, and I was like, Alexa, what time is it? And he was like very upset that he was like, you mean there's been like a spy in this room like this whole time? Like he was like very what? upset that there was an Alexa because he was like, they listen to you, you know? It's like, 
No one gives a shit about our sex sounds. No yeah. one cares. It's fine. But he was like kind of mad. He was like, I wish you uh, just didn't fucking, have that. Just fucking Jeff Bezos yeah, just yeah. sitting at home like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like these two people head. that just they're, met and are kind of drunk are having an awkward the, time. They're doing the horizontal herald over there. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Jesus uh, does look like he'd listen to He it. wasn't like really. I Now I feel bad if he listened. He wasn't like really upset or anything. This guy sounds like, like a real piece of shit. No, uh, yeah. He, was, he um, was just like, oh, I feel weird that that was like in the room the whole time. Yeah. Well, to finish off the pig saga, um, <laughs> the paga, I don't know what the fucking. Pig um, saga. That's uh, it was yeah. those people getting that guy out of that house. Pig yeah, saga so, is also what I call fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually uh, Icelandic. It ends, there's like halberds involved somehow. <laughs> people get impaled. Don't pigs have a super messed up penis? That's ducks. Uh, ducks have a messed uh, up penis. Well, anyways. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I walk into one industrial fan, <laughs> and the rest of my life, they call me Confetti Dick. <laughs> you keep all the pieces just in your pocket, in a locket yeah. around your neck. <laughs> yeah, they're all tied on their string. Um, anyways, uh, this pig, fucking moratorium. Keep uh, it loose. <laughs> Um, so the, the officer put the pig in his car and drove it back to the station and it was reunited with his owner. I guess he was like, hey, you So got... the pig had an owner. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I must, must of... not have liked him very much. <laughs> I, I would, a, a I think at the end of nice. Superman 2, when Superman, like, so Superman 2, does, well, this makes sense in a second. Superman 2, uh, he, as Clark Kent, when he loses his powers, he gives up his powers to be with Lois. And then he gets beaten up in a diner by this guy, even though Clark Kent oh, is like 6'5". Right. You've talked to you've me talked about this about, before. Okay. I think I've talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> well, so we get to the end, and he goes back in the diner to beat the guy up, which is not a very Superman thing to do, by the way. It's kind of weird yeah. that he would go in there. But go he says, beat the uh, shit out of this guy for says, personal uh, grudge. Wow, I've never seen garbage eating garbage before. <laughs> and the guy's like, what? And like gets up. <gasps> and uh, so <laughs> Superman sorry, shows up. Reminded me of something. If Superman was there, he would say, I've never seen a pig driving a pig before. That's what that was all leading up to. So <laughs> this is You're uh, welcome. For Okay, so th- I have to bring this up for, because I was just talking to somebody about it at work. Anybody that lives in like the D.C., Maryland area, there is a, I'm trying to remember, I think it's called John, like something John Park. There is, and they had this thing there that is, it's a place that's tr- supposed to make putting trash away fun for kids so that they don't litter, and it is a <laughs> massive pig, and you feed it trash, and it <laughs> chews up the trash, and then it goes like, I'm Porky the Litter Eater, and it scared the living shit out of me. I hated it so, so much. How- <laughs> the pig says, I'm Eli. <laughs> I was just say, how long have you uh. had that job? <laughs> Goddamn podcast. <laughs> it's just the same joke over and over again. Yeah. For like 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's so funny. And you Do also. You put that on your resume? Yeah, when Pat, it was... Patty also has controls when we move on to the next thing, so he just keeps it on fucking pig o'clock all goddamn day. Pig it's like a clock with 12 pigs on it. And fucking... Pig o'clock is every time he looks at his watch. My watch is a pig? <laughs> no, you're the pig. <laughs> now Shelby's just watching a video of pigs. Okay. But look up Porky the Litter Eater or something oh. the Litter Eater. Boy, that was funny. Good for us. Eli, stop doing that. 
I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay, right, that's think, gross. Go, go smack the, some wets. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, those, those pigs were doing it. I think. All right. Uh, no, but look, I actually want to because it's so unsettling. I think it's called it's something the litter eater, like Porky the litter eater, or. Uh, and I know there's a YouTube Shelby, I will give it. you twenty dollars to just go to Eli's Facebook page and put put up a picture of it. Yeah, there's <laughs> that fucking brought up thing. Eli's. Uh, it's the top one. Eli's stand up clip. <laughs> what? Oh, good point. Yeah. Oh, it makes noises. Yeah, it's terrible. A terrible, terrible, and terrible. Oh my god, that is very scary. It sounds like it's dying. It's like a really weird version of like that one of those things in like Cabin John, like, where you put your hand in the mouth and it's like the mouth yeah. of truth. Wait, listen to it though. It says like I'm a litter eater. Can you play it, Shelby? Do and I sure like to eat. You can find me paper and cardboard and soft drink cans, but never, never feed me bottles or broken glass. Glass gives me a stomach ache. Yeah, no shit. Glass gives everybody a stomach ache. Porky. And watch me gobble it up. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Hungry. It's so scary. That is very scary. That third hungry was just just, just like, hungry. Yeah, it got possessed at the end. Just a pig just like, please don't feed me broken glass. (laughs) Feed me whatever you want. Feed me your parents. When we we die, that's it. <laughs> There's um, nothing after this. Uh, oh man! All right, let's I can't believe we got to follow one. this. Uh, it's always happens. We always pick up with Dan's gonna be number one, and then we end up. Uh... You call me a pig for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we it's can't true. finish the podcast. The pig cast. There it is. <laughs>